0: I'm Dr. Tony Hughes and this is lessons that I learned as a lawyer. This video is about marriage. So going into uh, law school and becoming a lawyer, my views of marriage were very different. And after I learned how when the rubber hits the road and things get really bad, what happens after marriage and as a result of marriage, my views on marriage, especially in America, have completely changed. I actually vowed to myself that I would never get married in law school after I had family law class, where I learned that marriage wasn't what I thought it was. It wasn't just this peachy roses, unicorns, and uh, happy... Thing, it was actually a contract with the government. People don't realize when they sign the marriage contract, they're not just obligating themselves, creating a liability to another human being, they're also obligating themselves to the government. See, you could actually have a marriage type situation where you sign a contract with another person and you spell out all of the terms upon which you agree. People don't realize when they sign a marriage certificate what they're signing to is a contract that's about this thick, a whole book, everything that's ever happened in family law in your state and potentially within the whole federal government of the United States starts applying to you. And nobody reads that contract, so people don't understand what they're signing up for when they sign up for marriage. Well, I represented thousands of clients, many of which were going through divorce. I was primarily a bankruptcy attorney, but also real estate law, business law, even some family law. And when the finances got bad and people started fighting, in came all the family law issues. And people who once loved each other, who once vowed to protect each other, who went on a honeymoon together, took pictures together during their wedding, uh, now want to kill each other. And normally I think they should just split up and not be together. But instead, because they have a contract with each other and the government, now they end up in... 10 years of legal battles it never ends i mean if there's children involved then it could be 18 years of legal battles but even without children it's constant battles over division of property and support and you hear of course all the times when uh the man has to give up 50 percent of his assets to the woman and how unfair that is well that's what they signed up for and people don't realize that's what they're signing up for when they get married is that uh, you were going to divide everything basically in half And it's a lot more complicated than that because as time goes on, the obligations increase. So if someone were to get married today and then divorce in a year from now, it's not going to have as much of an impact. But as time goes on, the two-year mark, the five-year mark, the 10-year mark, then it becomes extremely messy. So you have to realize when when you're agreeing to marriage, you're agreeing that you both equally own all your property. So your spouse could technically go out and sell and destroy everything that you have if they go crazy. And then when you divorce, you're going to have to split it all. And you're going to go through a huge legal battle and spend an absolute fortune fighting each other. And even if money wasn't the issue, you don't care about money, the stress of years of court battle, of you're you're stuck having to go to court and dealing with a humiliating process, a stressful process, a process that I think is completely unfair all because you basically didn't read a contract that you signed before marriage. Now you can do a prenuptial agreement, you can do a postnuptial agreement where you outline all of your spo- rights and responsibilities, but just like I'll cover in another video about contracts and why you should enter contracts and and uh, the risks of even dealing with someone who's not trustworthy even though you have a great contract, you're going to find that nothing's going to protect you from a crazy person. And I'm going to get really gender-specific here at a moment, but in my experience in representing a lot of clients, when women go through menopause, they go crazy. And uh, men also have some sort of midlife awakening when they've been living their whole life based on what other people have imposed upon them and tradition. And they've maybe gotten into a family situation that they didn't actually want in their heart and they realize during their midlife crisis that they, they wanna change, they wanna be with a, a younger woman, they no longer wanna suffer through a marriage that lacks happiness and romance. And so you know, right around the midlife mark, a lot of people get divorced and that's after they've already acquired a lot of assets And that's when I see it get really ugly, when it becomes a huge battle, a stressful situation, and I don't see the need for it. At the very least, people should be educated to understand what they're agreeing to when they get married. But in my my life, in the best situation, there's no marriage, period. Now, if I'm a young, beautiful girl and my goal is to get taken care of the rest of my life... I'm going to go for a marriage with no prenup, no postnup agreement. And this, this could be a fair situation, and both parties could possibly agree to this, even knowing all the possible risks. Let's say you've got a young, beautiful girl who's only got you know 10 years of, of, real, of real beauty, so she's going to give up that best part of her life to a man. Well, the trade-off is that man's going to be obligated to take care of that woman the rest of his life. Support her financially, divide up his assets, and so I can see. You know that may be a a worthwhile trade-off. Personally, I'd rather come to Asia and get a couple of really hot, young, beautiful girls, and uh, who are going to always be beautiful because these girls don't. These girls don't age. They're so. I I just don't understand the upside to marriage in America whatsoever. I think there's better alternatives in every possible way. Just my personal belief. But if you're gonna get married, at least understand the risks and what you're signing up for. Those vows that you take are not technically legally binding, but they are a shred of evidence of what is legally binding. When you say, until death do us part, and you're gonna take care of the person in sickness and in health and all that, uh, that is basically what you're agreeing to. And that whole in sickness and in health thing includes mental sickness. And when women go through menopause, (laughs) I would say it's a mental sickness oftentimes so as a man you know be prepared for the woman that you knew completely changing into a different person and are you and are you agreeing to support that the younger girl that you first met for the rest of her life and then also this post-menopausal person who you don't even know yet because you haven't met them they're gonna they're gonna kill that young beautiful a supportive girl that you knew they're going to kill her and come in and step into that position and you're going to be married to that person uh, later so just, I mean I know it sounds really bad but I'm a lawyer and I've seen it happen over and over and I need to share this information to you so that you can consider it because I'm not telling you what to do I'm just giving you tools so that you can make the best decision for your own life be swell and swell friends of freedom pioneers of human evolution